0: Folks, if you enjoy our guidance about the management trinity, getting to know your people, talking about performance, asking for more, pushing work down, and our tools are helpful, one-on-ones, feedback, coaching, and delegation, the ideal way to learn about implementing them is to come to one of our effective manager conferences. One day, we cover all of the major topics. You practice feedback. You practice coaching. You practice delegation. I can't tell you the number of times people have said to us wow i thought i understood the tools and then when i had to practice i realized i've taken it to another level come to the website check out our conference schedule see us all over the us and in europe and in asia and in australia see you there
1: welcome to manager tools today's topic rolling out the manager tools trinity part 3 Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and welcome back to Manager Tools. Today, we cover part three of how to roll out the Manager Tools Trinity. Of course, if you don't know what the Manager Tools Trinity is, uh, here's a hint. It's one-on-ones feedback and coaching. This is not the place to start. Go back and listen to the cast on those topics, then come back here. You'll find those casts in the registered members feed. And another hint, registration is free, and you'll get the members feed that loads all the podcasts, yes, almost all 200 of them, or close to it, into iTunes or your Zune or your player choice. Um, Just go to the Manager Tools website, www.managertools.com, and click the register link on the top right corner of the homepage. It's quick and it's easy, and it makes getting all the podcasts a whole lot easier. So, assuming you're up to speed on what the Trinity is, let's get to part three of how to roll it out. Here we go. You know, we're making this case as deliberately as we can because right. it is just so incredibly worth it, right? Right. But okay. yes, yes. Okay. So so now and, I'm, and, I'm,
0: and deliberate deliberate in the sense of yeah, it's better to be deliberate early on, right? I mean, that's a, that's that's a good word for it.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay. Going slow is better.
1: Okay. So now, uh, time to move on to feedback. So after six to eight weeks, right? One on ones, <laughs> announce the feedback model in a staff meeting. How do we do that?
0: Yeah, I'll I just go back and say again that that I don't think um, – I, I think there are managers who hear what we talk about and, and they don't like the idea of one-on-one. Some do, but some don't, and, and they don't like the time. They don't think relationships are important, and okay, fine, we disagree. We think you're wrong, but separate from that, they see feedback as – Fairly straightforward, happens very quickly. And of course, many managers say to themselves, I want to be able to give negative feedback. Um and and so they rush. And so you chuckle when you say six to eight weeks, but we both know that if you try to rush it, it just it it doesn't work as well. So so once you have decided that you have spent enough time, we recommend six to eight weeks, and if you take ten or twelve, that's fine extra time developing your relationship is not going to hurt anybody. And as I tell people before, you know, I joke about the three week rule that, that we know you're busy this week and you're probably busy next week. So you don't have time to do one-on-ones, but three weeks from now, neither you nor your directs are terribly busy. Uh, when CEOs of billion dollar companies can do this so can you um, but by and part of the reason I joke with them is look you've been a manager for years and you haven't been doing this three more weeks isn't going to hurt anything right 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 well the same thing the same thing with feedback you haven't been given feedback most managers are terrible at giving perform having performance communication that's what feedback is performance communication Right. Their directs are terrible at it. So the idea that six to eight or 10 or 12 weeks more is going to ruin the world is just wrong. It's not. Uh, 10 to 12 weeks is what? It's a quarter, right? 12 yeah. weeks of, you know, a quarter of the year. If you've been a manager for five years, one more quarter of not giving negative feedback is not going to make or break you. Uh, and we get emails all the time from people who say, I want, you know, okay, how quickly can I, I you know, I've got a guy who needs negative feedback right now. Uh well, okay, you can give negative feedback. We've talked about the a la carte thing and we'll talk more about it, but um the fact is it it, it it's it's better to wait and so deliberate's a good word. But right, right. It's, okay. it's better to yeah.
1: have a relationship with somebody before you start yeah. trying to give them negative
0: feedback. But I get the hint. Uh we've beaten that horse. <laughs> You're right. Let's move on to feedback. Now that you've decided to move to adding feedback to your bag of manager tools that that works well, doesn't it? <laughs> um, and, and I think that was you, wasn't it? You're the one that came up with manager tools, leader tools, manager tools. I uh, yeah, I can't remember. Okay. Uh, once you've decided to do that and you've been spending time developing better relationships with the individual individuals on your team or on your teams, all basically all of your directs, right. You've got to announce it to everyone all at once. And, and part of the reason we say all at once is because the idea of delivering the concept of feedback to everybody individually in their one-on-one is just an enormous waste of time. And it's, ineffic- it's not just inefficient, it's ineffective because you're going to deliver a bunch of different messages to different people. Um, even though feedback is absolutely a behavior addressing an individual, we never give group feedback... It's, it's absolutely true that it's four individuals, but announcing it, communicating about it to the team says that everyone is going to benefit and at times get stung by, if you will, this necessary, even though you haven't been doing it, necessary form of professional communication about performance
1: now, does that does that mean that um, everybody you're going to announce it to everybody at one time? Does that mean that everybody's going to get feedback?
0: Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Not all at once. Right. In much the same way that, you know, it takes a while to get used to one on ones. It's going to take a while for people to get used to, to feedback. We're going to roll it out um, over time. But yeah, there's no what you're asking. Is anybody immune? No, no, no. For for example, if I'm
1: uh, if I have a little trepidation about giving feedback to my folks, Um, might I want to start with one of my better performers versus one of my uh, yeah, worst yeah. performers? Okay, yeah
0: yeah exactly yeah we'll get to that and basically the end yeah exactly we'll we'll talk about how you roll it out i thought you were saying that in the long run will somebody be exempt from it the answer is no yeah and and, and managers do ask you, you know i've got a top performer i've got a bottom performer i just know it won't work and and our response is first of all how do you know right and and then secondly why would you allow that person to dictate how you manage um, I know there's all this talk about generational stuff and oh that's great and you need to manage people based on how old they are just the craziest dumb thing I've ever heard in my life Um, right I wouldn't I wouldn't want to ma- manage my daughter Kate the way the the popular press is recommending to me ma- to manage somebody who's her age because. She'll yeah. eat you for lunch. <laughs> you get your rear kicked. Yeah, that's right. She'll end up. You'll end up working for her. Right. Um, okay, but 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 basically, you announce it to the team to everybody. Not only to make it easier for you, but also because you, you you're sending a message that everybody's going to get this. Yeah, you're totally right, dude. You're going to roll this out slowly, and it's not going to be even. And yet, still, you're going to tell it tell everyone about it as a group. There is so much stress about feedback, Be- and, and believe me, you and I, right, obviously, we know this, but um, they will not think when you say feedback, they will not think there's such a thing as positive feedback, even if you beat them silly saying so. Even right. if you say, look, we're going to start with positive, and they're like, yeah, right. What yeah. I hear is I'm about to get hammered. Um, feedback is inherently an emotional negative for at least half of your group, if not more, Far better for them to, far better for you to give them a chance to recognize others having the exact same response as they are, which is essentially, uh oh, right? And ask questions as a group. Then have them think. If you deliver it in a one-on-one privately, then have them think they're the only one who's going to be getting feedback. If you do it in a one-on-one, the first few people you tell—if you do that one, do those one-on-ones in the same day—they are all going to think. Even though you've you've said it's for everybody, they're all going to assume it's intended for them, and some of them will actually think, "Oh, here's the other shoe dropping." Right? 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 Now they're
1: on a they'll read it as they're on a performance plan. <laughs> right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you're messing yeah. up. So now I'm going to give you feedback. Right? Right. Well, okay. For somebody like me, there though, there, though there's there's another uh, even more realistic reason for doing it this way. If you announce your intent individually, say you know say you to tell people in one-on-ones, and one-on-ones you're right. going to have to do it over and over <laughs> and over. <laughs> it's going to drive again. you nuts. Gonna, oh, yeah, absolutely. You're going to waste an entire one-on-one. You're going to say it differently to every single direct. You're going right. to get the same questions over and over and over again, and you're going to dread delivering it after three or four times. You have 15 directs? Oh, you'll yeah. never get that far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I could just... Yeah, I, the real reason, I admit it, the real reason we recommend this is to keep Mike's head from exploding. Um, But, but you know what? You're right. After you get that same question the sixth time, or what do you mean feedback? Or that sounds weird or something like that. You're going to, I don't care how good a communicator you are. You're not going to be able to avoid responding to their cynicism or being a little bit negative. So, so I agree. I I totally agree. And, and look, we have, we've had people do it both ways. And the ones who did it individually one-on-one said, don't do that. It'll kill you if you have 10 or more.
1: Yeah. Good. Okay. So follow the head exploding rule. Yeah, and you'll be okay. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Okay. So so what about the details?
0: Okay. Look. So so um, you you announce that you you announce the feedback model in a staff meeting. You you the first thing you do is you schedule thirty minutes in that staff meeting, and look, we we've seen managers try to shoehorn it into ten or fifteen minutes, and basically what that says when you rush when you try to make it unimportant because believe me, their emotional response will make it important to them. Um, it, it says when you rush, I'm trying to slip this in on you, right? I, I'm right. I'm trying to do something and have it sort of go under the radar, but I want to tell you about it. It's just not a good plan to do it that way. Okay. M- maybe you finish in 20 minutes. Okay. But you don't want to cram 30 minutes or even 20 minutes into 15 Um, you'd much rather give full 30 minutes saying this is important and then finish early. Maybe because there's no questions when it comes to important agenda items, it's far better to overschedule and be short than to have to rush. Okay. Rushing the important stuff basically says, I don't want to talk about this, right? Or really what it says is this is not important. Um, and if you're rushing that sends a huge message to your team of don't ask questions, right? So right. you'll wonder why you don't get any questions. And the reason is because of you, because you schedule it too fast and you are rushing. There will be questions, Mr. or Ms. Manager. They just won't share them with you and they'll wait and they'll have bigger doubts than they would have had you given the, 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 the full 30 minutes on the agenda. Right. And, and here's a, a, another big surprise
1: for folks. We once again recommend that you use our materials. <laughs>
0: yeah, we totally recommend that. We've got a feedback document that gives you everything you need. Um, and, and you are free to use that feedback document to help your team learn about the feedback model. The feedback model is so important in terms of your fundamental rule, your fundamental job as a manager, that we allow that document to be provided to everyone as a way to help you grow your skills. It's easier for them to hear the feedback. You're not the only one learning, right? The team is learning as well. They're learning as they receive it, so they even have less control of the experience than you do, and you're the boss. Um, so they, they'll do better and you'll do better if they know what's coming and why it's coming.
1: Exactly. We don't need to surprise them. There there isn't any magic management voodoo here that, that we're not, uh, and and you shouldn't be willing to share with your folks. So we also encourage managers to cover the purpose of feedback, which is to encourage effective behavior. Now, I know some people are going to feel very uncomfortable with them going to their 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 folks and saying hey i i want to encourage effective behavior that just
0: sounds so I don't know, yeah it sounds aspirational that. and positive and upbeat and um and effective and uh, and, and not very normal and right. it just it, well we you and i could talk for hours about right. that right, right. Look, they might actually
1: be admitting that they they actually are the manager
0: <laughs> yeah yeah heaven <laughs> right. forfend right right Unfortunately, there have been way too many bad bosses over the years, and the fear your directs will feel about feedback coming from you as their boss will cause them to attribute to you motives that you are unlikely to have in your heart. But it doesn't matter whether you have them in your heart if they think you do, so you've got to counteract that sign on your forehead that we talked about a little bit ago and tell them plainly why you're using the feedback model. One way to think about it and even say it is, look, I, I've got an obligation to help you be at your very best every day. If you're like me, you're not always sure that your good work is being recognized or that it's what the boss wants, uh, and you're not sure if you're always doing it exactly right, uh, or at least you're not certain that there isn't a better way. So the feedback model is just a way for us to talk about what you're doing and what the results are. It's not about punishment. It's about doing more good and less bad over time. It is totally about the future. It's not about, let's talk about what you messed up. Let's talk about the next time you do that, how it can be better.
1: Right. And if you follow our next guideline uh, around feedback, it will improve your uh, ability to do this immensely, which is remember
0: the 90-10 starter rule. Right, and 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 we call it a starter rule to get it in people's heads. Um, but actually, the way we recommend rolling out is: you first you start with nothing but positive feedback. Um, uh, but but for any of it, for those managers who still haven't heard us, that the feedback model is not something just to jump into. Yeah, you can, but it's better to have a relationship first. Uh, it, it's not a way to finally tell your staff how much they've been messing up lately. This is a necessary reminder. I mean, how many times have we said this for those just joining us? I'm sorry, (laughs) a million. Yeah. A million for those just joining us. And we're thrilled to have new listeners all the time. Trust us. We've beaten this dead horse until it's way past dead. The vast majority of stuff that happens in your organization is good, but you just don't see it. And Mike and I are managers and we feel the same way. Sometimes your paradigm is to look for the negative. If you don't agree with that, why aren't you busy firing people? If the vast majority of things that happen aren't good, why aren't you coaching and/or firing people left and right? And and please don't say that you can't fire people where you are, because we hear that all the time, and it's well, it's well, just not true. No, because <laughs> it's
1: the, just not true. Because the thing that's um, happened you, the, the the worst thing that's happening in the organization of all the people doing things every day is bad management exactly that's exactly
0: yeah that the enabler of everything else right for most managers they just don't want to go through the due diligence that's required ethically to deprive someone of the means by which their family attains food gets food clothing and shelter the vast majority of things that you supervise as a manager are reasonably well done but you don't see them because again you're like the rest of us you see the problems the exceptions the failures you're trained to manage by exception rather than by reality you're only seeing a part of reality you're paradigm if it helps you could argue it's not your fault it's just the management standard that exists in the world today and that's why manager tools exist as a as a um as a counterpoint to that um the the, the, um your paradigm is that everything's fine i'm busy please don't interrupt me unless there's a problem that means that the only things that rise to your attention are by definition problems but your paradigm is not the world any more than mine or mike's or anybody else's paradigm is the world. The world happens. We don't see the world the way the world is. We see the world the way we are. Our guidance about 90-10, 90% positive, 10% negative in the long run, is about helping those negative scales fall from your eyes and encouraging you to see all the positives happen around around you every day. Most of us work for a boss who doesn't show us enough appreciation. And I'm not talking about once a week bringing in donuts and patting you on the back. I'm talking about specific behavioral uh, 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 recognition that what you did turned out well. Specifically saying to you, hey, that was good. When you did that, this good thing happened happened. And the more you got that kind of of positive, even if it was a fairly straightforward thing that you're expected to do on a regular basis, we believe it's way easier. We don't believe. We know it's way easier for people to hear the negative um, when they're being told clearly that the positives are being recognized. Right. Exactly.
1: Okay. Well, now it's probably a good point to go back to one of my earlier questions about rolling out of feedback. And I've heard you say it many times um, that we recommend that you give positive feedback to top performers first.
0: Yeah. Um, we, we, um, so basically what we've done is we've done weeks and weeks and weeks of one-on-ones. If you want to do 10 or 12, we won't argue, right? You announce it in a staff meeting, you share the, the, you share the model with them, you use the materials we've made available uh, to make the feedback uh, roll out even easier. Uh, and then you don't start with everyone all at once. We recommend you start giving positive feedback, only positive and only to top performers first. The guidance is designed to both make it easy on you and stick to our principle that any marginal time you have we recommend you spend on top performers right now this is this is a,
1: I, I just want to iterate this whole this whole thing cuz giving positive performance feedback to your top performers is exactly opposite of what most folks want to do when they give feedback when they first start right. giving feedback they want to give negative performance to their worst performers
0: stop right. don't do it <laughs> right. Don't. First of all, if you start with your negative performers, you're going to end up spending more of your time with your negative performers. That is that is economically, it's managerial economics 101. It's one of the fundamental failed principles of most managers. They believe spending time with their bottom, more time with their bottom performers is what they're supposed to do. And that's not right. Every additional percentage point of improvement that your top performers give you is by definition of more value to the organization than a percentage point improvement of your bottom performers. And it's wrong to assume that your bottom performers will be easier to improve than your top performers. That's fundamentally false based on everything everybody knows about human behavior. Yes, bosses are always saying to you, you've got to improve these two people that stick out like a sore thumb and get me in trouble, but you've got to be careful about spending all your time at the bottom half of the bell curve, if you will, uh, because that's not where the, the the managerial revenue, the managerial profit, if you will, is. Um, and, and it's it's even simpler than that. You, you let's forget about the, the our fundamental principle, right, buddy? I mean, you're learning something new. Your top performers are hungry for any information you can give them about their performance. They're going to be easier to talk to about almost anything. Than your weakest performers, generally speaking, your weakest performers are worried that you're going to talk to them about how badly they've been doing, <laughs> right. okay? They are, and so they're going to be naturally more defensive, whereas your top performers are going to be naturally reaching out and trying to understand what you're saying and why you're saying it and gobbling it up so they can get better, so they can improve, and frankly, so they can have your job, Is and they're okay with that as long as you get your boss's job, right? Um, and, and and look, you already don't give your top performers enough positive reinforcement, Trust us here. You don't. You, most of the people who are listening to us right now would say, I'm, I'm, I'm above average and I don't get enough positive, uh, feedback. And so the p- top performers who work for you, not even above average, the top performers who work for you, if you don't feel like you're getting enough, trust me, your directs who are top performers, you don't give them enough. So why not start by giving positive feedback to your top performers? They'll be more forgiving. You'll be less likely to lose them. And look, if you're going to lose somebody, you want to lose a bottom performer. Not a top performer, right? And you're going to learn this important skill delivering feedback in front of a much more forgiving audience, totally the best of both worlds.
1: Yeah, and you get the benefit of doing what you ought to have been doing for many, many months <laughs> telling your top performers how good they are beyond that simple praise statement, like a good, like, you know, good job. Yeah, right? good job. Mean, we're we're yeah. talking about feedback here. We're talking about this feedback on behaviors. Yes. And, and yeah. it can't be bad practicing that.
0: Yeah, look, there's nothing wrong with praise, right? Big hand out praise freely. It's like water. It's no problem. But it's not it's not only isn't terribly effective, it doesn't pass muster with high achievers. They see it as very low value kind of pap rather than as concrete valuable information that they can use to get ahead. And frankly, probably your top performers have been hearing that all their life and you need to distinguish yourself by doing something different. Look, but not praise, but positive feedback to your top performers is the most important feedback you give as a manager, period. And again, might as
1: well stumble around in front of the most forgiving audience you have, which is your top performers. Yeah. But then you got to expand your efforts. And we recommend that after three to four weeks, three to four weeks of giving positive feedback to your top performers, right? Then add positive
0: feedback to the rest of your team. Yeah. Notice we're still positive. We're still positive. We're not adding negative to the bottom performers. Now we're rolling out positive feedback to everybody else. Okay. Um, Now that you've made all your stupid mistakes, delivering information in this new format, learning the format, the, the example I give at conferences is I pledge allegiance, right? That you've done it so many times. It comes off your tongue. Like the pledge of allegiance. If you're an American, um, You, you could, now that you've learned it, you can broaden your scope and start telling everyone what they do well. I know there's some manager out there <laughs> saying, well, I have somebody who works for me. He doesn't do anything well. And I think, well, why haven't you fired them? And then they say, well, you can't fire people here. It's like a vicious little circle, right? Right, right. Your clothes never get clean unless you wash them. Vicious circle. Um,
1: I know, and I, we're not going to go down this path. But of course, yeah, we're not. If, we're if I, not. Give, if if I give them me. positive feedback, then I'm encouraging their ineffective yeah. behavior. <laughs> and then I'll never be able to fire them. <laughs> but anyway i shouldn't bait I you like it. that i shouldn't bait you so we'll just I stop mean, right yeah
0: there. you're right i'm I'm. you know what you just offered me, i think this is a seminal moment you just offered me a soapbox and i'm saying no thank you oh no thank you sir no i don't want that soapbox you take that soapbox because i'm going to move on to more important things wow <laughs> wow this is a first <laughs> it's a miracle it's a small i think miracle. i'm going to cut out that that 30 seconds there and just make no. that a podcast in and of itself <laughs> it, if you do that, oh, man. Um, okay, look, maybe it's small. Maybe it's a small bit of positive feedback to a middle or a low-level performer, like being on time to meetings or being on time with reports or responding quickly to a client request. Even if they don't deliver the the feedback or the even if they don't deliver the information to the customer perfectly, if they respond quickly, that's a good thing that you can note them for. OK, maybe maybe they alert you to a potential problem and, you know, bottom performers tend to have more potential problems. But wouldn't you rather know sooner? So look, you give them some positive feedback. Hey, can I give you some feedback? W- you know, when you let me know early, it really helps us solve the problem together. So thanks. OK, um, yeah, but, if, if but,
1: you have problems with this, you really don't want to give positive feedback to your poor performers. Just just take uh, heart in the fact that this will really blow their mind. They'll be. T- <laughs> they'll yeah, be totally, they know you don't they,
0: like them. <laughs> yeah, right. And so when you say, can I give you some feedback? The, the look on their face, right? Which all managers go through that period of, oh, I thought they liked me until I saw the look on their face when I asked if I could give them some feedback about something small. Um, yeah. So so look, uh, if you want a positive to continue from a top performer or a bottom performer, but especially from a bottom performer, uh, and, and you have to admit sometimes – Things that seem to be going fine suddenly go off track, right? Things seem to be going fine and then suddenly they go off track. If you want positive stuff to continue, it's far better to spend the five seconds giving them positive feedback to ensure that it does than to wait for them to inevitably get back into the rut that you know they're in if they're a bottom performer, okay? Positive feedback is more than praise. It lasts longer. It works better. And it takes no more time at all. That's one of the things that people are surprised at at the conference, right, is how quickly you can deliver feedback. You can deliver feedback in seven or eight seconds. What's not to like about that?
1: Thanks, everyone. That's it for this week. And we will, I promise you, finally complete this series on rolling out the Trinity next week. So we'll see you then. So long, folks.